0: Most of you have no foundation at all. Now the trouble's with your attitude.
1: Oh, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the
2: United States of America. My... Hold on, that was a funny joke. <laughs> I'm going to throw that,
1: that keyboard against the, against the wall.
2: <laughs> Shut up and sit down. Blast! I'm on the show. The chocolates
1: made to catch the leprechaun.
2: Uh, there were there were no chocolates. It was just a box of Skittles. Oh, uh, okay. Oh. And, and and you didn't make a trap or anything? No, we forgot to do
1: it. So instead of doing nothing, I set up this little thing like the leprechaun came
2: and noticed there wasn't a trap. So right. like, so, thanks. So because you as a parent forgot to make the trap... You decided to have the leprechaun rub it in her face. Yes.
0: Not, not the
1: best idea, Rachel.
2: Wow, wow! And then you got mad at her because she was traumatized and sad. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so no, this, this, is looking is all, bad for you. this is all wrong. All of this is wrong. Okay. <laughs> you First get of twist- all. <laughs> oh man i
2: parenting 101 really we should just be a parenting podcast at this point what not to do with listen Dan rocco
1: i should be teaching courses mm. on how to be a parent honestly uh collegiate you know,
2: collegiate if not middle school level then collegiate level courses on parenting
1: exactly you have to break them at a young age and then you rebuild them back up just shatter their confidence And then rebuild it in your image and make sure that all
2: the things that you fear in life, they also fear. (laughs) Speaking of fear and middle school, we have a we have a guest here today who is a long time, old time friend of ours and first time guest on the show. Uh, We'll just call him Russ. Is that I wasn't listening before. Is that what we're calling?
0: Yeah, that sounds good.
1: Oh, my ears.
2: They don't even know. They don't even know who he is. I haven't yeah. even told them about the size of his penis yet. Ooh. Oh my god! Oh, they're interested, they're intrigued,
1: they're very intrigued.
2: Listen, this is highbrow stuff, okay? We've got an actual educator on the show, okay? And he's he's he actually, I remember Russ, you um, your specialty or at least your focus in college was European history, was it not?
0: Um. Yeah. So I would say I took a, a pretty generalist approach to a bunch of different courses. I took a lot of different things, but yeah, I would call it mostly European history. Yeah.
2: Wow. But okay. but if someone were to bring up U.S. history, you would easily be able to school them.
0: Uh, <laughs> I think it would depend on the person's background, but I, I mm-hmm. think like if you were to do it like uh, if you were, the questions were, you know, are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> like a lot of these kind of generic... I have a lot of experience with talking about the, our system of government explaining it to kids. And, and I, I spend a lot of time looking at it and reading about it. So, yeah. yeah. Say- See the
1: thing is what's great about having you here, Russ, is that a lot of people need the government explained to them like their mm-hmm. little kids. All you have to do is scroll through Facebook comments yeah, I, and you know, <laughs> you have to, I, I had to stop doing that. I have a no comments sure. rule. I will no longer, especially the shootings that recently happened, the back to back shootings, because as people come out of quarantine, the mass shooters are like, sweet. I can do what I love to do, because think about it. For me, I'm not a mass shooter. So when I'm out of quarantine, my first thing I want to do is watch a movie. Right. I want to go to a theater and see a movie. That's the first thing. But there's, you know, this these two guys were like, when I get out of quarantine, the first thing I want to do is kill a whole bunch of people indiscriminately. And they're just Mm -hmm. doing what they said they the first thing they wanted to do when they got out of quarantine. You know what I mean? And they're living their best life, living their best life. Exactly. You know, (laughs) and uh, I'm sorry to jump right into this, but I get so annoyed with these goddamn gun people and a bunch of people died. And the first thing they say is, don't take my guns. Don't you take my guns? And it's it's so infuriating it's like we could talk about your guns later dude whole bunch of people just died you know dan did you catch any of that no
2: but i will say that (laughs) thank you (laughs) (laughs) you know there is a there is a cycle that we're going through which is a bunch of people die most people react gun sales increased nothing changes and um,
1: and yeah that's the thing is it's I don't want a gun ban. I am a gun owner. I don't feel like a gun ban is going to do anything. But what I'm asking you to do is literally anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because you've done literally nothing. Do you see and what it, I'm saying?
0: I was just I just was reading earlier that uh the NRA had like had sued and recently 10 days prior to the shooting repealed an assault rifle ban and then the uh, gunman bought his rifle a budget gunman bought the rifle six days after that so then hmm. it was like immediately after the gun ban was lifted he went out and bought the gun and went and used it so it was like a one-to-one correlation with okay but you're not gunless. focusing
2: you're not focusing on the positive rush rush which was six <laughs> days of non-shootings wow you're right. So. <laughs> So, you know, of course you're the Uh, negative Nancy uh, here, but it's just
1: like, so uh, people like, Oh, well, like someone, one of my favorite things someone said to me once is you're a guy commenting who's never even shot a gun before. And I'm like, first of all, yes, I have many times. Secondly, your penis doesn't count. Why? Okay. So maybe (laughs) not many times, but a few times. Um, no, like, why would you say something like that? Like, I grew up; my family were hunters, and I've got my own feelings on hunting. That's not what we're talking about right now. But I have family members that are hunters, and they have lots of guns. Not a single one of them has an
2: AR-15. Mm-hmm. And but how are you not- gonna how are you gonna take down fourteen deer at once, though? Uh, that's like, the, th- like, but they oh, all dude. come at you. Right. But right it's just they're coming right for us that south park episode and yeah listen you you're right and i know where you're going with this and it makes total sense and i hear a lot of people even on the radio arguing about like well if you didn't have this fucking gun man it's just like these persons crazy so they could have stabbed 20 people like yeah they could have stabbed 20 people but the likelihood of that happening is really really it's hard yeah, I mean, you get one or two stabbings in, and then somebody's going to tackle you. It's exactly, easier to approach someone with a knife and corner them than it is someone with an AR-15. Yeah, and people say, "Well, like, you know, what's lowering magazine capacity going to do?" Well,
1: if I'm in that situation, and I hope I never am, when I hear the click and he needs to reload, that's going to give me either a fight or a flight. Right. Right. So if you have a smaller magazine, let's say a four round magazine, you go into a crowded place, the most you're going to be able to take is four shots after the four shots, then you're, you know, you're moving, but you know, now you've got what a 35 round, you know, 50 round, hundred round magazine on, on an automatic rifle, you know, like people, what are you not like, what are you not understanding? It's a simple thing. And then just like you said, well, what about knives? I love my favorite. What about cars? I didn't buy a car to kill something with it. I bought it to take me to the comic book store because I have no life. That you is a license
0: I, for a car definitely.
1: too. Yeah. And you have to have a license. Thank you, Russ. My brother, my brother, Harvey Birdman said, the biggest thing I don't understand is we already have a model for gun ownership and we're not using that model. And I was like, what model is that? He goes car, have a license for a car use the same model you're tested and
2: and your car is only registered for two years it needs to be re-registered every two years
1: yes so
2: put that on guns and we'd have less deaths it's this weird it's almost conspiracy theory-esque um response to that which is why should the government have any idea of how many guns or what guns i have uh you know like like if if The government knows what you have then somehow it's easier for them to come and take it you know and i understand that level of fear of like yeah they don't need to know um i would say that's a fine attitude to have 100 200 years ago but when we live in this day and age i think there's a there's a reasonable level of well enough kids have died so register your weapon i i mean It's not a big deal. You want to drive around your pickup truck and you want to have your little symbols on there with your little skulls and your black and white flags and your your musket stickers and anything else to to fool the world that you don't have a tiny penis. Okay, that's fine. That's your American right. You you know what we're asking is that you you tell the government what kind of deadly weapon you own. That's
1: it. It's it's not it's not that difficult. Um, something I love, though, recently, um, you know, that skull logo, the Punisher logo that these guys mm-hmm. like to wear with yep. the small penises and that my favorite one is the one with the blue lives matter, blue stripe through it. So the creator of the Punisher came out and literally said, you people need to stop using the symbol. First of all, if a police officer has the Punisher symbol, which I created on a police car, that should be very concerning. The Punisher, Frank Castle, is an ex-cop who became a cop killer Mm. and killed indiscriminately, killed cops and criminals. He was an anti-hero. The creator of the comic book said, why is this on police cars? Why is there a Blue Lives Matter stripe going through the skull that he wears on his chest? Like. That should be concerning. It doesn't make any sense. It should be concerning for anyone that sees a police car that has it on there. So, so I get a traffic ticket and
2: you're going to murder me. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Anytime I see a black person driving really slow, you know, how you're behind someone slow and you fucking get around them. Yep. And you obviously you take that look at them like you the have to. Who the hell is this? And you look over and it's, it's an African-American. You go, oh, I get it. If yeah. they were speeding and they got pulled over, they'd, they would probably die.
1: That's well, there's a they are gambling.
2: They I are. Think. It's a risk. It's it a it risk. is. It's a
1: risk. It's Russ, what do you what do you throw us some pearls of wisdom well, here?
2: Speaking. Hold on. Speaking, yeah. Russ, uh, you live now in an area. Ah, where, that's right. And I, I'll let you give it away if you want to. But you live in an area where there was a protest. A large <laughs> very fine of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there very fine people on, on both sides. Uh, I
0: believe they like tiki uh, torches. Together. I wow. moved to Charlottesville the year, a couple days before that happened. Days uh, even? Yeah, wow. days, yeah. I love so it. So it was brand new town. This is pretty cool. And then immediately, Nazis. all over the news, Nazis everywhere. Um, wow. But uh, no, I, I, uh, I wasn't actually in town that day. I uh, was working at the hospital. Oh, I should, I should have got that, sorry. <laughs> but she was w- w- <clears throat> working at the hospital.
2: Okay. I'll bleep her I'll bleep her name out.
0: Yeah, thank you.
2: Your your better half.
0: Yeah, right. my, my wife my wife was working at the hospital that day. Okay. And uh, it just it it escalated so quickly around here. It was it was it was yeah. very interesting to see the town's reaction uh because everyone is super ashamed that happened here, for sure. It's a very sore subject amongst people that they're they bring up a lot. It comes up a lot. A lot of meetings, there's been a lot of turnover in a lot of the government because people were not happy. Not yeah. happy about it at all. Wow, I didn't know people... that.
2: Were a lot of those people from your area or the surrounding areas? No, no, or not, not at people, all. Not at all. Came the, in. The, okay. the, guy,
0: the person who murdered, a, the guy who murdered, uh, drove his car into the crowd was mm. from Ohio. They, they came from, this was a... It's the,
2: a national protest. Yeah,
0: huge national protest. People from all over. Uh, over uh, a yeah, statue. statue. My a, my statue a statue. So, okay. yeah. So, it's a, yeah, a bunch of things are going on with that. Basically, uh... They want to remove a... So that it, it was pretty jarring coming from the north, coming down here, is that they got Confederate statues around. So there's a Robert E. Lee statue, and there's a Stonewall Jackson statue in town. And the statues have... Yeah. Well, it's, it's all from... People forget the history of it, but basically uh, these all these statues weren't put up after the Civil War. They were put up in the 1920s by the Daughters of the Confederacy, which is, a I don't know if you've ever heard of it before, but it's a, they're a organization that has had a huge amount of funding. And any statue you see in the South that's Confederate related is, is from them probably. They put all this money and all this effort into basically uh, reinforcing Jim Crow laws And the myth of the the lost cause myth. You guys heard of the lost cause myth? Please
1: regale us. I'm being serious.
0: Yeah, Yeah. So the lost cause myth is basically the idea that after the South losses of war, it, you know, there's a whole generation of people and then their children and grandchildren are trying to rationalize this whole way of living. So you get all these very genteel, former genteel people who are trying to rationalize this. And the idea became up like that the South could never have won that they were, it was like the noble, like you, you see it, the noble fight for their state's rights, for their freedom, uh, which is not accurate at all. The South had a huge advantage and probably could easily have won, but they, but they did not. And uh, because this lost cause myth is so common, it, be, it becomes a thing where they're trying to say that uh, you would that we should honor these people as like the heroes of myth and like legend. So there's Robert E. Lee, super mythless. If you watch old movies about the South, even like Gettysburg and uh, which was like in the nineties, Robert E. Lee is like this hero of character. And so they see
2: themselves as, as far as David and Goliath goes they're there. Yes, the David.
0: exactly. They're when saying. this, that's not, I mean, that's one that's not accurate. It's it, it's and two, it's mostly there to kind of, smooth pride and to make it feel like it was a, Oh, right. you could we could never have won. And we were, uh, it's just, uh, it's an honorable defeat.
2: Yeah. The odds were stacked against us, man. Right. And, they we they win, and we were never going to win, but we fought valiantly anyways. Right.
0: So at the very beginning of Gone with the Wind, this is very common to go on, this. you see in Gone with the Wind because the beginning, it's like the opening. I don't know if you guys remember watching that movie, but I watched a it time a little bit recently. I had to turn it off. It was, it was awful. Really? But, yeah. I couldn't watch. It was terrible. But basically, the opening part is all about how great things were in the South right before the Civil War, and mm. how it's a it's and boy,
2: a, let me tell you, they were because <laughs> when Donald Trump says he was going to make America great again, that's what he meant, right?
0: So yep. the the opening part is just about how things in the South used to be so great, and how slave, you know, we'll never get to go back to that time, and slaves were all so happy, basically, and
1: hmm.
0: so the daughters daughters of the Civil War are trying, or the Confederacy are trying to propagate this myth. And to do that, and to reinforce the idea that the South was, you know, this he- heroic group, they put these statues all over to basically remind Black people, you know, that they were once owned.
2: That's, um, and, the, that's and the and the Confederacy, yeah. are they genealogically linked to Confederate soldiers?
0: Uh, I don't know if it's a requirement. I wouldn't be shocked if there was. I don't know a lot about their membership. I'll be honest. Interesting. With you. I just know that they're everywhere. They're, they're, yeah, their stuff they- is everywhere.
2: The sons and the daughters of the American Revolution are two different um, groups, but they're basically the same thing. Right. Um, where if you're linked to somebody who has fought in the American Revolution, it's this whole old lady club where they get pins and little right. ceremonies. That sounds. It sounds like that's what it is, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was just, hey, yeah. join up. It doesn't really matter. Well,
0: in, um, in the 20s, there was Daughters of the American Revolution. There was Ku Klux Klan for, for men.
2: Oh, I see. So it was basically the female version of the Ku Klux Klan.
0: <laughs> is is the, is the kind? I don't know if we would one hundred percent correlate with that, but mm-hmm. the Ku Klux Klan used to be for former veterans, and so did uh, daughters. Other civil, other Confederacy. Miss saying it because ah. Confederacy were for women.
2: Well, that's fun. Okay, so you're yeah. in. You're, you you drive down to uh, Charlottesville, Char- yep. Charlottesville, yep. and <laughs> days later there's a giant national protest. Yep. Are you at this point? Are you going?
1: We need to move back to the north.
0: Uh, to, with yeah, civilized it, people. It, 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 you know, that, that when you first hear about it, well, I should start with when I first came to visit, I, I came down to visit. I used to live in, you know, I was going from the north, came to visit to see the town. My, my fiance at the time liked the town a lot. I came down to check it out. And it's a beautiful town. I've never been here before, but it's really nice. Uh, and I'm walking in the this downtown area. It's kind of like Ithaca, where it has a downtown, yeah. like, uh, commons area mm-hmm. and we're walking around there and i i was there look and there's all the, there's this big crowd and i actually saw an early version of this protest where there was some people there talking about it in in a group and then i saw a bunch of other people standing with the other side of the crowd saying yeah i think this is where i should stand This seems like the good side so there was like already there's already arguments going on but uh yeah. So when I, it, for your first thought is, where am I? What is this? Yeah. Uh, now,
2: was the statue of Robert E. Lee, is that what you said it was? Yeah. Who was it?
0: Okay. Robert E. Lee. They want to move, they were, the city wanted to move it. They had decided they were going to move it. And then there was, this became national news uh, yeah. because they, uh, basically, white supremacists decided to use this as a, a focal a plat- point. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's they're just...
2: erasing our history. Yeah, exactly. see,
1: the thing is about this is and it's always been my opinion is don't destroy the statues. Take the statues, build a museum, mm-hmm. put all the statues in the museum right now. If you want to see the statues, right? You can pay for a ticket mm-hmm. and go see the statues. If you don't want to see the statues, then you don't have to go to that museum, right? We have our right. cake, we eat it too. And a young person of color doesn't have to walk into a common area looking at a statue of a person that murdered his ancestors. He doesn't have to go to that. He doesn't have to go to that museum.
2: Yeah, I think uh, to tie it back locally here, I believe there was a panel of our um, beach carousel mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. with a racist panel painted on their, racist uh, caricature. Yeah, racist caricature. And there was hoopla around it. You know, they took it off. But I think what they did is they put it in like a display case. They did somewhere else and just kind of said, hey, remember racism? Um, and that's good. Yeah. And that's all you got to do. It see, the, the problem is they think that we're trying to erase the history. It's, it's no, we're, we're trying to stop putting it on a pe- pedestal
0: well yeah, uh, yeah. so the, the argument i have with the the eraser history group as a historian uh, is that you don't you learn our history from monuments we learn our history from you know we, we learn it from a school and stories and things like that books. and the monuments are there to books and are there to honor our greatest members of our society and uh the, you get a lot of pushback about uh, where does it stop with tearing down these statues? Is it, does it end with, you know, because Jefferson had slaves and Madison had slaves and Monroe had slaves. George and, Washington. Uh, George Washington had slaves and lots of people had slaves. Mm-hmm. And um, my, my and this is just my personal thought has always been well, you know, you could always cut it off at like explicit traitors. Mm. You know, you just that could be the line that you say, well, we because Robert Lee is a traitor and that's that's that to his country. He had an oath. He's a service member. He he betrayed his oath. You know,
2: I I want (laughs) to ask you, do you think that there were any presidents prior to Abraham Lincoln that did not have slaves? And the first thing that if I had to take a guess would be John Adams.
0: Yeah, I don't I have never heard of having I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if something because prior to country it was mm-hmm. it would have been legal in the north um but yeah i, I haven't heard him before I, I recently learned that ben franklin did for a period yeah. of time i heard mm-hmm. lincoln
2: did i heard lincoln owned slaves yeah he did as a boy in illinois
0: right yeah mm. uh he was yeah it, i i would be shocked if he had him for very long or because he was super poor lincoln was very very poor yeah but uh yeah so i, I would say ad, after adams any northern any of the northern ones probably wouldn't have
2: Right. He was just more of a, I mean, he was an academic. He was a, he was an attorney. Right. right? So, so, I, so I, mean, he,
0: he had subsistence farming at his house. There was some farming there. Everybody had a small plot. They would grow things okay. on it. So he, it's possible, but I, I can't think of ever hearing of him having any.
2: Isn't that funny that like back then, you know, 400 years ago, these guys were like attorneys and they were living in the, in the city and they had little farms next to their homes. And like nowadays, like. If you did that, you'd be considered like bougie or like right. a hipster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like we're sh- we're trying to do that right
1: now. We're like trying to turn our backyard into a small farm. Wait till you see the size of our garden that's going to be this year.
0: Uh, it well, says here on WhiteHouseHistory.org that he did not own any slaves. Apparently. Okay. He, he would hire white. So yeah. So I guess the of our first three our first presidents, he's the first one. Not. He was to. the first one who didn't need that shit. Yeah.
1: Well, hey, I mean, and and. Honestly, the one thing that always got me, which made always made so much sense because I'm a tech, like I love tech, right? Is that the emancipation of the slaves led to a boom in technology because they needed to solve for not having slaves. They needed to actually Mm -hmm. create things to replace, you know, mistreating human beings. Um, Exactly. Exactly. Um, So a lot of things were invented out of that. And people are, you know, people don't realize that there were so many benefits to ending slavery. The number one benefit is that they're human fucking beings that were treating like cattle. But, uh, you know, even there's there's so many more things. And not only that, but like. I, I don't know. I, I it just seems so
2: stupid to me and such a way. Well, waste. you don't you don't you don't need to spend long convincing us that it was a good idea to answer we're on board yeah. <laughs> to our
1: racist listeners. Um you know I'm trying to convince you. No, it's not really just a convincing thing, I just get frustrated with the amount of time wasted in arguing slavery to this day, and they're like, We're not arguing slavery. You are arguing about a statue of someone that was fighting for slavery. Mm -hmm. You're arguing about slavery. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll
2: get into this. We'll get into this after the break. But basically, that leads me into the idea of, you know, whenever someone talks about the Civil War that is on the right or is a conservative or is a quasi racist, whatever you want to call it. Um, and they say, well, the Civil War wasn't really about slavery. It was more about states' rights being able to do what they want and the tyranny of federal government, yada, yada, yada. And on one hand, I go, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I get it. if you have an authoritarian issue, you know, an authority figure issue and you don't like Papa federal government telling you what to do, I get it. But at the same time, then just be your own fucking country then. Like, yeah. And And don't don't act like slavery wasn't a part of the civil war it fucking it it was probably if not the only reason there was an actual war
0: i mean it was the if you want to get into it i mean that's it's like the fault line of our country it was the most in the in when they're listing reasons that they're leaving the country when they do their version of declaration of dependence like south carolina's they list slavery as the reason why they there were slavery is a hue is it's their culture it's their economy it's everything right. and i talk about this with kids and
2: a well, kid why actually don't we hold that thought. oh yeah sure of let's course. take a break and we'll get right back into it all right let's do it we'll
1: be right back get off the shack
0: From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're don'tforgetatowl.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more.
2: So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget, a towel. Gary's Guns, Guns, Guns. Here at Gary's Guns, 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 we're sensitive to what's happening in the Asian community. That's why we're releasing three brand new Asian-themed AR-15s. First, the Kamikaze. This high-powered weapon is designed after those dirty Japs, and can take out as many enemies at once while still packing a lightweight power load. All right, listen, I got I to gotta say that one was pretty racist. Gary, Gary's a fuck. But I, he pays us, so I'm reading the next one. Jesus. The next one is the fortune cookie. It's a tasty new way to spray your enemies with a false sense of security as a crunchy... <laughs> Russ, don't laugh at this. This is serious money-making stuff. As you spray your enemies with a false sense of security as a crunchy bunch of bullets leaves a Kung Pao blow.
0: Oh. <coughs> Who approved this? Who, said, who thought this would be a good I, idea? I, oh my I didn't even want
1: you to finish.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
0: God. And finally. <laughs> oh, God. It's more. More. Oh, no. <laughs> Next is
2: the Hiroshima. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to lie. This is a straight up bomb. Uh, your right to bear arms shall not be infringed upon. And hey, I guess that means bombs too, right? Jerry's... Where does it end? folks where does it end? gary's guns 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 man um You're, he's a he's a he's an absolute fuck i don't i can't believe we still he's still on the air listen dfad has allowed it okay yeah they haven't put the guy bash on it and and frankly i don't want to do it anymore but honestly he keeps coming to us with money so we keep saying yes i can't you know
1: and gary himself he's a portly man He's got big glasses. He wears suspenders with jeans and he's Mm -hmm. got his Vietnam veteran hat on all the time. And it's like, great, Gary, you fought in Vietnam. Like, yeah, belts don't do
2: the job. He's got to have suspenders. Of course. (laughs) Of course. And he's a Um, racist. But back to that idea, your right to bear arms shall not be infringed. Well, where does that end? Does that include a well-regulated
1: militia? They don't read the whole they don't read the whole amendment. The end of the second or not the end, but in the Second Amendment, it says a well regulated militia. Do you notice how they say that you will not infringe upon my right to bear arms or our right to bear arms? Right. But they Mm -hmm. don't finish that. It's not qualified with the rest, which is in a well regulated militia. Mm -hmm. Uh, Russ, you're you're more historian than anyone in this room. Am I am I crazy or I mean, call me crazy.
0: I mean, our, our, our legal system is based on precedent, right? And our, our precedent is that there's there are some limits to what kind of arms we allow. I right. think that you could argue that there are certain cases where not everybody should be able to have every kind of weapon uh, that humans can have. We do the same thing with tanks and, you know, right. 50 caliber machine guns in, in most places. Um, I think that you could make a strong legal case to do something to curtail it more than it is right if you if you're in a militia sure you can own what you want or something but if you're not in a militia there that's that's a way of limiting it there right but there why, itself, so.
2: what do you need a militia for that's my other thing what is the ma- <laughs> yeah. there's it's no 21 s- yeah, yeah. there is there is now a sixth branch of the military <laughs> That's, yes. Uh, join. What do we need a militia for? Because they're pussies. They
1: mm-hmm. said their entire lives they were going to be in the Marines. They got scared and didn't join. So now they're part of what's called military cosplay or <laughs> a
0: <laughs> That's militia. True. That's
1: right. And That's they yeah, they don't know what they're doing and they're like, we're, we're here to fight tyranny. Motherfucker. If the Marines landed in no man's land, Montana, you mm. would be dead. You'd all yeah. be dead. So, yeah. like, your militia yeah.
0: sucks. I think you're going to have a tough, a tough time in America removing it entirely, but I definitely think there's a, there's a case to be made for more limits, and I think that's hopefully we move that way. That's, that's my two yeah. cents on that.
2: All right, so before the break, we teased this notion of the Civil War. And what Mm. was really going on and how you're infecting these children's minds. Do we want to pick up where we left off there?
0: Sure. Sure. Just that, that this pervasive idea that it was, it, it's about state's rights is, is, is not what I would, is is not what I think is accurate at all. I think Mm. that there is, it, there is, it, I talk about this with kids. And I thought a kid, a kid had a really good uh, point, point when we're talking about it. So it's state rights own slaves is the second part of that sentence. Mm -hmm. Um, And there people were worried that North was moving the North outnumbered the South in population and was growing in population. The South wasn't it. Look, if you're looking, if you're, if you're doing some math, you can see that the North is going to start outnumbering the South pretty, pretty soon. And there was some concern over that, the feeling they're going to slowly get outnumbered and they didn't want to lose that. So they're, they, their pushes to, you know, to keep slavery and I was talking with the kids and when I talk with the kids is it's the right to, right to own slaves. So why do, but a lot of people you'll talk to will tell you that most Southern people didn't own slaves, which is true. If you're a white person in the South, owning a slave was very expensive. Hmm. So unless you were a rich person, you probably wouldn't be able to have like a, ri- a very, very rich person would have a lot. And then there'd be some middle-class people who might have a couple, but a lot of poor people. And if you were like, a, you know, the equivalent of like trail, like living in a trailer or whatnot, you mm-hmm. would not be able to own a slave. It would, it would not be in the, in the cards. So why are those people fighting then? Is they like, my ancestors didn't have slaves. We were poor people, but the, the reason they're willing to fight is because of the economics where it's about, well, at some, like, like they get rich at some point I will be rich.
1: Yeah. So and then I'll be uh, able to force slaves. You just the blew way, my mind. And,
0: and, right. So that, that's, I mean, that's the deal. So it, it's, you see it all the time with people. There was something about uh, economically. And yes, we, we always think no one thinks they're poor. Everyone thinks that they're just right now. They're not doing well. They're going to be rich later. And that right. pervades all the way back to then when people are like, well, I, I mean, I want to own slaves at some point. Yeah. I want to get that's, rich quick.
2: That ties into why there were so many poor Uh, people that that vote conservatively because of the uh, the the economics of it of don't tax the rich because I'm gonna be rich someday. leave them alone. That's their money.
1: It's that it's that one. It's like you know, someone says tax the billionaires, and all of your friends that make thirty five thousand dollars a year are freaking out. Right. (laughs) Like, Like. Why. You're never believe, going to be a bill
2: because yeah, Russia hit the nail on the head because they believe that someday that could be but right to me. That just and blew
1: my mind that that way of thinking is just American thinking that has lasted hundreds of years at right. this point. Yeah, we, we can't
0: we can't shake it. Yeah.
1: You just you blew my mind on that. You know, here I am thinking this is a newer thing. This is not a new thing. No, this way of thinking is very old.
0: Well, this, the same thing happened when we do like the, what, 49ers going to California it's people want to get rich quick and they're looking for different ways to do that slave and slavery was a great you could definitely get rich because you had the labor of a person you don't have to pay you you could min max that by not pay, giving me much food treating them very badly having them work long hours for with no rights and you make money off them
1: that's just it's yeah, but it's incredible you're still
2: you still to provide housing for them i mean you had to yeah. build them a shack and <laughs> you had to- you had to let them you know eat their their random like livestock that they had to kill to eat which is where barbecue came from by the way
0: I, I live in Charlottesville though, uh, a former president's plantation is right near my house it's you know 10 minute bike ride to me I get a five minute drive Who's whose plantation uh Thomas Jefferson's Jefferson's plantation wow. yeah, Monticello is right there so he's oh, wow. got they have a oh, recreation of, so his house is still there, and they have mm-hmm. recreations of his, of his slave quarters. And he's one of the most important, famous guys in American history. And they were they were garbage. They weren't nice places. They were shack. They were the equivalent of yeah. shacks from that time. They were log cabins. They were better than some places, but they were they weren't great. Great yeah. at all. They were, yeah. they were, they were, you could build an absolute uh, trash building for a slave tack people into it you didn't didn't care they don't treat them like people you treat them like animals
2: right right um interesting didn't thomas jefferson i mean isn't he related to like one-third of the country i
0: mean uh he has direct descendants through uh some of his uh slaves uh, sally hemmings uh who are descended from jefferson yeah
2: but like there's like a ton of people living today yes he's, he's gonna their lineage yeah back like to there was a picture recently i saw
0: recently, like so a couple hundred people.
2: people yeah people met not just he slept with a lot of people but including lots of slaves
0: uh so yeah i, I... <laughs> <laughs> sound effects guys this is very this is, this is... we're next level buddy wow i can't believe this production it's now. like it's, it's like, like what did he, but
2: like what did he do he
1: just walked around and was just like with a zipper like you know just like
0: it's not gonna one.
1: it's not gonna I, fuck I, itself they i don't know if I zippers
2: would... back then be
0: historically accurate we need a button sound <laughs> it's not <sighs> a button's popping i don't have that on the board <laughs> oh no uh, i don't know if i would describe him as like a ladies man that wasn't i don't think it's his personality but he had no he's just he, a rapist yeah, well, yeah, he had he had children with his first wife, and then those children, uh, who, and she died, and then he had children with Sally Hemings. And uh, as far as what their relationship was like, I I, I can't speak to that, but I, it's mm. definitely a power dynamic that isn't yeah. isn't fair. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, there's sure. a reason why we don't let business, you know, your your employer have yeah, relationships sleep with their employee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is slightly worse than that. I think is the we've all, of the century. We've all
2: done it. We've all done it. <laughs> yeah by
1: the way is someone like is someone like smacking two bottle caps together or something i'm getting like a weird sound
2: in my headphones i think it's russ's headphone hitting his uh oh hotel. sorry
0: there, i'll, I'll okay. move that down
2: that's all right it's just a technical thing and we're, we're sorting it out folks <laughs> yeah
0: sorry we're get, yeah
2: that. hey will you work on that i told you already god these um, people
1: the, we can't, can't get good like
2: yeah we can't get good production around here so so to be hyperbolic russ you know i've said this many times before and i i still kind of believe it's true that in a way the emancipation proclamation was signed on paper but i i don't actually believe the civil war is really over with Mm -hmm. i think in the hearts and the minds of many people in this country we never truly solve the issues that that divided us and and i'm not going to say that things are worse now or that we're more divided now because i know that you've actually in in the past have kind of highlighted some some things to me where like congress used to beat the shit out of each other with baseball yeah, bats
0: that's true they, they they did kill a guy at congress once so. right um
2: so they could have, stand to kill a lot more <laughs> well
0: yeah, they tried have, to have very yeah, recently things, yeah
2: things have been worse um but also, like, I just feel like there's so many things that are happening now that it's just kind of like, have have we really grown at all? Has anything truly changed?
0: So, uh, you, uh, when you message, message me about coming on the show, uh, I know you, I feel like you think I'm going to tell you that things aren't worse than they have been, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. I think things are really bad, really, oh, really, really bad. I'll be oh, I'll be hundred percent honest with you. Oh. Uh, wow! Uh, so right before the election. <laughs> Uh, and it was the right before there was the actual like they started voting, and we were sitting. It, we, I was sitting with my wife, and we were we were watching the different votes come in from like, Florida, and it looked like Florida was going going to go to Trump and whatnot. Mm. And uh, we went to bed, and I was upstairs with oh, excuse me again. I'm gonna believe more. <laughs> You're just giving me all this work. <laughs> I else work to do. <laughs> and um, there we were sitting there talking, and I I was just. My my first thought was, you know, it's not outside the realm of possibility that if this election is very, very close, that there could be big problems. Mm -hmm. And that, that if there if it appears like this isn't if it doesn't if it's too close, I think there could be problems. It was basically my conversation with her. And I it ended up not being close. So that's our saving grace. That's the only reason that I think we didn't have more problems. My brother brother said the same thing.
1: My brother said Mm -hmm. the same thing. He said, dude, not only does Biden need to win, he needs to win by a lot, or there's going to possibly be a civil war on that. And that's just the conversation my brother and I had.
0: Like
2: imagine if it was as close as Bush versus Gore. Yes. Where if if
0: this had to be decided by Supreme court, right. uh, That would have been a, a very different ball game. And then yeah. on top of that, so then we had a, you know, Biden had a, def- you know, had a major victory. He, he won decidedly. Yeah. Uh, but then we get to the, the right in the Capitol, which I think was, I think the, the word for it would be like a, the uh, coup attempt.
1: Insurrection.
0: Um, uh, I definitely would call it that. Um, I think that just, just in my mind, I, and I don't know if this will change as people learn more about it, but I think if there were some different personalities in play it could have that that could have been very bad because you have a trump a lot it, i don't think he planned it necessarily but he was gleeful that it was happening oh and yeah actively actively not bringing in people to help mm-hmm. and then in congress if imagine a world where congress doesn't doubles down on the election fraud case instead of backing down like they did you had a stronger personality if you had more people in there who were willing to keep saying that things could have gone differently yeah and i think that was a very close thing and that was bad that was real bad i think and i as 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 far as the norms of our country's government that was way 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 outside the norms and that was well, bad
1: well someone yeah. someone said to me recently um they said well i guess from a real high level I don't understand what the difference is between what BLM did all across the country and what the guys did at the Capitol, why that's different. Like it's both bad, but, but you know, the BLM one is okay and the Capitol one is not. And, and that that's just a high level thing. That's what the person says to me. And I said, well, from a high level, I can understand how you can't tell the difference, but we can't look at it from a high level. We have to look at it. For what it is, you know, for the BLM riots, the worst thing that happened was a target got burned down. Well, a target isn't uh, mm-hmm. a symbol of our government and it isn't a government building. And if yeah, no sen- one
2: senators don't work at target.
1: Yes. If, if you know, Sorry. and then you have all these people that say blue lives matter and respect the government. And then they beat a fire or they beat a police officer to death with a fire extinguisher. I call that blue lives brain matter. You know what I mean? Um, As it just splashed everywhere as they beat that man to death. Um, So, you know, it's, you know, I explained that and the person kind of gave me the, I mean, okay, I could see what you're saying, but I could tell that they, maybe weren't understanding what I was getting at, but it's this indoctrination you even get when you're in New York and you're in these really rural areas and you can tell that the education is not good. There's not a good education system out there because it's all sugarcoated. It's all whitewashed. You know how old I was and Russ, you're a historian. Do you know how old I was when I learned about the Tulsa massacre
0: uh, was it like last year? Yeah, I <laughs> guess. Yeah. Yes, man. Yeah.
1: Why was yeah. that not taught in schools? I feel like that's a really important piece. The police department that was a very large portion of the KKK or vice versa, however you want to say those things, invaded an American town as if it were a battlefield, indiscriminately murdered people. And if I'm correct, there were bombings in that city as well. But yeah, with, with planes. They, yes they,
0: they use plants yeah
1: so what i'm trying to understand is how can you tell me that these kids in these rural areas have a fighting chance to even understand this shit when we're not even going to teach
2: it
0: yeah i i think people put so i, I think schools have a, have, a, have more role to play in that but i think the people who are right now saying they don't this is all fake news are not kids they're 65 year old men who spend too much time on Facebook,
1: a generation that needs to die already. That white haired, that white haired. I went to college for $750 a semester. I bought my house for $25,000. Um, I, I worked part time and got to pay my way through college and then likes to point the finger and say, you millennials don't know anything about work and socialism is bad as they grab their social security check and their pension so honestly a whole generation that needs to be wiped off the face of the fucking earth and i'm even
2: sad saying it i'm not (laughs) so uh russ two questions where were you do you remember where you were uh when the coup attempt uh was being carried out and how did you approach that as a teacher with your students oh good question dan
0: so i wasn't actually so this year our our school we have a we have kids in two different rooms sometimes. Mm-hmm. So there'd be one teacher actually teaching and there's some kids online and there's some kids in the other room following along. So it gets kind of complicated, but I was supervising yeah. some kids who were watching another class. So gotcha. I was in the back and I was doing some work and I was checking uh, the, the news and I uh, saw that there was updating stories. The right And I, as you watch it, it just continues to escalate. And I, I very distinctly remember watching there was a C-SPAN camera footage and seeing some guys with hats walking through the what I could tell was the Congress. Yeah, you know, the Rotunda. They're in the building, I remember, and then I then you see that there's it just escalated very quickly from there. But yeah, I remember exactly where it was. Yeah. You know? And then with students, uh at the end of class, I had it I had it on my laptop, my school laptop, I was like, guys, go home and turn on the news. Mm. Or to turn it on, like turn on open your computer, look on, this is history this is this is wild
2: but days afterwards did you approach the topic very i gingerly? did yeah
0: no I, so i i had been trying to be very careful with some of the elections so talking about the election with 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 trump because we have a Charlottesville is a, a liberal town but it's got a you know it's it's got a mix it's got a 50 50 conservative and uh liberal i would call it it's got people hmm. from all over the place living here and uh I try an election to be very you know, evenly as much as I can, even if I don't necessarily think it's super even. I'll give the benefit of the doubt to Republican and Democrat sides mm-hmm. and be you know there. So when when Trump was was uh, questioning the election, my conversation with, with them was about, you know, this is politics in that he's trying to continue his case as long as he can. This is unusual. But even Donald Trump would probably call himself an unusual Republican is basically mm. the conversation I have. And most mm. kids seem to be okay. I've never had a parent complain about that, which is, I think is fair. He is an r- unusual Republican. Is know? it hard
2: for you to walk that line? Is it, it
0: is, it is, a it is hard. Teacher, as an yeah. Educator? yeah. Yeah. It's That's very wild.
1: Hard. Cause yeah. I would have, I would have such a tough time not espousing my opinion <laughs> directly. Right. Like, like, Hey, raise your hand. If your parents are voting for Trump, you failed my <laughs> fucking class. Get out of my face. You all have detention forever. And your parents want to come in. I'm going to shoot them with this gun I legally purchased. Rocco's one and last day of (laughs) of teaching. Exactly. That's it. I'm fired. Why am I fired? I would question it.
0: The the majority of our disagreement in our our country between Democrat and Republican has historically been about taxes, about how we allocate taxes. Sure. If you look at it that way, our country is compared to. You know the wider range of the political spectrum, where you have like anarchism on one end, and then you have fascists on the other. Like we're, we're relatively pretty close together in that spectrum, mm. and then within that, it's a lot of arguing about of taxes. calling
2: each of calling each other anarchists and yeah, fascists.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they're and they're <laughs> not even not even close, you know. Uh, yeah. So I, I talk about that a lot, but uh, when it became the the riot, I uh, I felt like it was, it was important in my duty to talk about how. Uh, this is, you know, way out of the norms. This is, this will be talked about for many years. Uh, it's t- outrageous, and uh, those people are going to go to jail. And the kids were concerned. They were like, "Are we safe?" And hmm. this is the no. capital. The capital got attacked. And it how many miles away there. is DC from you? So we're um, two hours, two and a half hours.
2: Oh wow, okay. So not, yeah. not
0: super close, but people live, people work. In DC and travel, sometimes they work like right. two, three days a week, um, and uh, wow. yeah. They, so they, they were so concerned about it. And,
2: That's- um, so,
0: so my goal was to talk about you know people are. We talk a lot about what conspiracy theories are. After that, okay. So what's a legitimate different disagreement opinion, and what could be something you like might think is you know it might be true, but not everyone's saying it. And then what does it go into be a conspiracy theory? And we talk about. Right. You know, that this is, there's no, there's no evidence. This is no, there's no legitimate evidence of this at all. So why do we think this? Yeah, because know, it's man. a conspiracy
2: theory. I mean, I've been, you say yeah. that, but I've been, I've been searching, man. I've found some shit about them. Yeah. You were space. Jewish I lady. got
1: some YouTube videos. Yeah. If you just yeah. listen to my
2: YouTube videos. <laughs> and we talk
0: about anti-Semitism and uh, history of that kind of thing. we, we, we talk about the background of that. So yeah, yeah. yeah we try to get nuanced with it. It's not Can- like a platitudes
1: I want to I have a question for you, um, mm-hmm. and it's definitely for my own edification um, <laughs> um, a while ago on our show. And I know you've listened to some episodes. Yeah, um, I when Trump's regime first took control of the United States government, I I did. I likened it to Hitler. I likened it a lot of his his speaking a lot of what he did to the Nazi regime in, in Europe. Um, I have grandparents that personally survived a POW camp um, under Nazi rule in Italy. It wasn't a concentration camp. They were not Jewish, but they definitely did work. Um, They were definitely in forced labor as children. Um, You know, I I don't want any stolen valor for anyone that is Jewish, whose family was murdered. Like, I guess my grandparents were lucky. They weren't Jewish, but anyway, I digress. Um, I made a lot of, I drew a lot of comparisons and people said to me that I was crazy. I said, you just wait, we're going to have camps where they're going to be putting people in these camps and much like was done with the Jewish people. And we've seen that. So Mm -hmm. you're the historian. I'm not a historian. I I don't know. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Am I, am I completely off base on that? Or, I mean, tell me, man, tell me, dude, you're fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, I I mean, it's... So Hitler comes up a lot in... Polit- you compare a lot of people to Hitler. You're like, okay, this person's Hitler. And it's kind of easy way to make a straw man. Um, sure, I mean, Hitler, sure. Yeah, I mean, Hitler was a political operator for a long time, and he uh, was very uh, calculated in what he did. I wouldn't describe Trump that way. I would describe him as a... Um, a con so, artist. So, mm-hmm.
2: so, Trump is not even as cunning or no, as intelligent. No.
0: that doesn't mean he's that. That yeah, I, 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 I definitely would not. I, mean, I, I would say that he. Well, that's what makes me nervous. That's why I don't. That's why I was telling you, Dan, earlier that I don't necessarily think things are getting better because mm. I don't worry about Trump because I think Trump is a con artist. Mm. I worry about the person that comes next. Right. Yeah. Because the precedent, we're a country. We come back to the beginning of our conversation. We're a country built on legally and on, our culturally precedent. So now we have a precedent for. You're right. Things that I never would have like. You're right. Questioning the elections, which has been historically our the the pinnacle of our election of our our democracy. that we have that's had. like
1: religion to
2: us. Yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah,
0: that. absolutely. Rock, uh, rock. Uh, that I mean, I would say it. that when
2: we when we look down on other countries, for example, yeah. Russia you know that's the one thing that we look at in they their their squabbling democracy right. is that they have these nonsensical elections and we say right they don't know democracy
0: and from our first our first uh, election we've been able to do this hundreds of times for many different right. elections right. this is what we're good at right. and the question that opens a door that, that I'm it's going to be very difficult to close
1: yeah like these venezuelan machines that were to automatically flip votes to Biden. And I'm sitting at a family dinner and one of the older folks in the family is actually shouting, well, you got it. You got to understand they got half of these machines from Venezuela and Venezuela wants to make the U.S. a communist country. Joe Biden is a communist. So these machines automatically flip to Biden's name. So when you select Trump, you're actually selecting Biden. And I'm like, weren't all of the people on one card like Congress, too? Yeah. Like, so wouldn't they flip them all? If you think Democrats are socialists and communists, right, then wouldn't the machine flip? Like, what about all the Republicans that won?
0: Yeah, and but In that's, Congress. that's the problem with having a nuanced conversation when it's a conspiracy theory because there's you you have no evidence of any of it, so you could always be well they're yeah. they're sneaky they 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 rigged it to be careful that they, that you wouldn't be obvious. Mm-hmm. Well, Stuff yeah, like that is John yeah. Oliver. Yeah. Gonna, John John gonna, Oliver
1: said that the lack of the lack of evidence gets rolled into the conspiracy, and that's right. why they're so dangerous.
2: Right.
0: So it's... Have you have you
2: heard the latest conspiracy that uh, Biden um, is actually not the president and Trump is still in the White House and that Biden all this stuff that you're seeing on Biden is really just a Hollywood like uh, backdrop and it's all not it's all pretend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't heard that,
0: but that's it's it just goes <laughs> with the just the craziness and it, it's hard to fight. It's hard. It's hard to fight something that has no no basis in reality so i think we're gonna be a long time coming back from this to be honest with you
2: so um i'm terrified because you you know you you made it pretty clear that things are not getting better and they're not necessarily any better than they were um so that's great
0: yeah but do i think that there's going to be so the the civil war was a fault line in our country between two geographic regions right Mm -hmm. um I, that isn't really what I would describe it as anymore. It's it, there is North and South in terms of majority, but if you go to rural, like uh, outside of Rochester, you're going to see there's Confederate flags in Hilton, right? Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. It's sad.
0: So it's not about it's rural versus urban. It is. And uh, I think that, that it, it's a, a little different. It's a social it's problem. culture and it's, it's culture,
2: culture. and It's proximity yeah. to right. education. It's proximity to people that do not look like yourself. Right. The more that you're exposed to people that are different from you, whether it be religion or skin tone, uh, what have you, um, the more likely you are at least at a younger age, the more likely you are to grow up, to be more accepting of those different values. Right. Um, if you grow up in a bubble, uh, then you become fearful of those that are different and
0: that's just the way it is. And, and the problem with the internet is that, in when they created it, they thought it would connect us all. But what it, instead of what it did is it connected to we seek out people who have the same ideas as us, and right. we become a bubble of those people. Yeah. And Which that's-
1: it's like, and it but it really depends. Like, I I made a lot of great friends connecting over Star Wars in the internet. Sure,
0: yeah, you found a you know? niche.
1: But these people that like they're, they're not talking about a fake fantasy star Wars world. They're talking about the lives of actual humans. So sometimes it makes me wonder if they think that they're living in some fun fantasy world on the internet when really it's having some pretty major repercussions. Um, I, I think back to, um, have you guys ever heard of, um, uh, American horror story?
2: No, yes. n- never heard of it. Okay.
1: So have <laughs> either of you
2: seen the season entitled cult? No. Uh, I, 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 my 14 year old tells me about it. It's a, a Trump cult basically. Yes.
1: So uh, the whole point of the episode is the Evan Peters is the actor. He, he forms a cult leadership um, for following Trump and, and he, this cult is getting super out of hand and it's actually, they're actually murdering people.
2: Hmm.
1: In the name of extinguishing liberalism And this cult It gets deeper and deeper and deeper And it gets more out of hand And he tries to get into public service And he does some shiesty shit to get people deported And ruins people's lives And then you find out In the final episode The big, 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 big secret That he's been hiding And it flashes to a year earlier Before Trump got elected he was a liberal like Bernie supporter and he and his sister were going on to conservative message boards and fucking with conservatives. And he said, Oh my God, they believe anything I say, Holy shit. Let me just start a cult. Like, let me let, and they did. And they believed everything he said. Then you just fast forward to how out of hand it got people murdering other people it was wild and you think about that and you say how far from reality is that really how far really is that
2: Hmm. i mean yeah i think you can make the comparison easily um, but it's not really fair to say that only conservatives uh are gullible enough to believe you know x y and z i think mm. there's plenty of narratives on both sides for people to be gullible, gullible enough to believe you know what i mean um it's just mm. really though well okay uh, yes i would lean and say that there's more on that side than this side sure but conservatives are dumb okay
0: <laughs> i think there are plenty <laughs> of uh, yeah it, it, i mean i I definitely would be, I, I always worry about, okay. So you, you, you don't want to make it about, okay, both sides are equally, always equal, but I definitely think as far as like your share of like, there are, you know, liberal conspiracy theory, there are liberal echo echo chambers of people think, Oh, it has to be this way or you're all ridiculous. But, Mm -hmm. uh, I think the problem where our country has a real issue right now with, uh, radical uh, conservative like violence we have, yes. we have a big issue I, I terrorism that, yeah it's it's terrorism for sure and we've got we've started there was early versions of it in Charlottesville and it's been escalating and what I my hope my, my, to bring a little bit of hope in this for you Dan mm-hmm. is that after the Charlottesville riots when people thought there was there was there was a guy who shot you know one guy drove his car into a crowd. Uh, another guy shot a gun off as like a warning shot and like at a group of people like be like, Hey, like, like he thinks in, in the old West, you know, yeah. people were hitting with bats, all kinds of stuff. That's,
2: that's what they all want. They right. all want the old
0: West. Right. So they, 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 what they think is the old West when yeah. actually the old West had tons of black people and they were, you know, because it was a not a homogeneous society, but right. those guys who thought it was playtime where it was like anything goes had gotten arrested and they're yeah. all serving ma- major crime
2: right good good good
0: so then the hope is that we have a country that's a rule of law where they're going to put some of these people in jail hopefully or all these people in jail for a long time and that you we have rules and that's that that's our that's my hope is that our country redeems itself by reminding them yeah you can't just do what you want you you can this isn't playtime. you can't have your you can have your fake internet rules but then you you come in you break into the con into congress you're going to go to jail for a long time
1: exactly like just play grand theft auto just play grand theft auto yeah like if you want to live out those
2: fantasies (laughs) then go get a video game and do it there like yeah yeah grow up be a man and play a video game exactly dan exactly (laughs) on that note let's let's take a break we'll come back with our fuck yous what do you think
1: yeah i think we'll be right back
2: okay
0: serenity now need more context on your favorite movie is obama Obama. Okay. Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is perfect quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters
2: to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter,
0: Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies.
1: And we are back. Hey, everyone. Hi. Did you miss us? I do. I missed us. I always miss us. Um, So today it's our finale, Um, you know, and we'll be back. But before we talk about that, let's get into our fuck yous.
2: I got a lot of problems with you people.
1: And we're going to talk about those problems now. Russ, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? What would you like to do?
0: Uh, Why don't you go first? I'm not sure exactly what we're doing, guys. Oh, so fuck. (laughs) Here's.
1: fuck you <laughs> is you're right. saying fuck you to something there is something, something someone it could be something. just calling him out you just uh, like, this this has been
2: bothering me and so well, did, you,
1: did you hear frank costanza just now i did yes now do you are you familiar with the festivus episode of course yes okay you're, It's this is the airing of grievances okay got it got it and you're saying fuck you to this thing got it so I'll go first though. I'll give you an example. Sure. Yeah, give me an example. But mine's mine's gonna be give me some time. Okay. So so I got I I got signed up for a vaccine. And if you haven't been vaccinated already, go sign up, get vaccinated, figure out a way to get it and and, and do it and and help the world so we can get some normalcy back. Okay. Um, so we sign up for this. We, we go today. We get to the, the college where they're doing it. We pull in and immediately there's a security guard standing at the parking lot where you have to pay a paid parking lot. And he's masked. He has a mask on. And he looks at my window. He says, hey, are you guys here for the vaccine? And we said, yeah. And he goes, OK, great. You know what? You have to pay. Just pull around, go ahead and park your car. And then you're actually going to go in in this building here. There's going to be a woman at the door. She's going to give you more instructions. OK. I said, hey, man, thanks a lot. Grab my car, got my car, you know, drove up, and parked. We got out of the car. We walked to the building. Just like he said, just like he said, there was a little old woman there. She was a volunteer wearing a mask. She said, okay, you guys are going to get right in the line there. You're going to walk to the end of the line. So there's no one in line. So we sh- 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 through the turnstiles all the way to the end of the line. We reached the end of the line. There's another woman. She said, what is your last name? We give her our last name. She said, okay, please sanitize your hands. We get a little sanitizer, like that. She goes, you're going to go to the table there. That is the first letter of your last name. And you're going to tell them your name. We go in there. We tell them our last name. They said, okay, here, there's a woman right there. She's going to take you to the next room. We go to that woman. She takes us to the next room. It's a room with little privatized dividers all throughout the room. And they're the dividers marked to tell you which room is what. And they said, this husband and wife. Okay, great. We got a spot for them right here. We go in there amazingly friendly nurse. She told us all about the vaccine. She educated us. Okay. She told us about the side effects. Which one did you get? <clears throat> Pfizer. Okay. She gave us all the information. She asked us, she asked us if we had any questions. We asked some questions. She answered those questions. She then asked us some interview questions about our history with COVID. If we've had it, if we've been tested, um, if we've ever had an allergic reaction to any other vaccines, simple questions, nothing too invasive. We answered them. Um, she gave us some more information. We had a laugh, you know, uh, they, they, one of the questions was, are you pregnant? I said, I don't know. I have to pee okay. on a stick. Yeah. Um, you know, and we all, Haha. we all had a nice laugh. Um, she gingerly gave us the vaccine. Then they said, okay, on a post-it note, they wrote a time. They said, you're going to take this post-it note with a time on it. You're going to go to the waiting room out front at that time. You're allowed to leave. We're going to monitor you for 15-20 minutes. Make sure that there's no adverse effects because you're in the nursing building. There's EMTs here. If you need help, we're going to help you. We waited in their very comfortable uh, waiting area. When the time was up, we left. We were we didn't have to pay for parking. It was a wonderful experience. Is this a fuck you? Fuck you.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: to anyone Who is fucking not doing this. I just told you how easy they made that entire experience. Not only easy, but pleasant. And I already have my next appointment for my next shot. I have all the information that I need. Everyone was friendly. Who the fuck do you think you are? Well, I don't need a vaccine. Do you know what's in a vaccine? I go and a doctor knows what's in the vaccine, a doctor yeah. that I trust. I'm not yeah. a fucking doctor. Do you know the chemical composition of an apple?
2: No, no exactly. you don't. don't.
1: She no. shut up. Just shut the fuck up. Just shut All up. Right. You're stupid. Yeah. You're stupid and you're stupid. And I hope you, know, you have an allergic Yeah. Like, go shut get up. the vaccine. Just shut up and go get the fucking vaccine. Fuck you and fuck your family for not getting the vaccine. Yeah. And that's it. Fuck that's him. my that's my fuck you. My man. my. Him. Their punishment. I hope they die slowly in front of the people they love. Yes.
2: Yes, well, that's fair. That's Russ?
0: fair. <laughs> wow, I I I I love the roundabout uh, way you got to that. Um, I'll keep mine pretty simple. If I were to, to say fuck you to anything, I'd probably just have to choose at this point in our society uh, to uh, fuck you to Facebook. Uh, they have caused our society to devolve into factions that are literally destroying our country so yeah fuck you facebook
2: i like yeah. it i love it and i agree with so, it such a broad topic that you very concisely uh, highlighted their issue which is you know really they, they tried to bring us together but really all they did is help spread misinformation cool. so mm-hmm. fuck you facebook mm-hmm. um, my fuck you is is also covid related but it's really about the new york state department of health website It took me five tries. I'm a 38 year old, technically millennial, and it (laughs) took me five tries to get through the New York State Department of Health uh, website uh, sign up process for the COVID vaccine. Um, The first time, I entered my initials and my fat finger hit a button on my phone, and it took me all the way back all the way back to the start. That's no one's fault but my own. But I mean, come on, buttons—you got to get bigger. Um, And then. (laughs) and then you know I there's the bmi thing yeah exactly (laughs) exactly then i answer some more information i get through the process again i answer all the questions and i sign up for i i I choose a selection of a site that i want to go to and i try and make a a date and it says oh i know you just chose this date but it's not available okay well why the fuck is it listed then okay sounds like
1: you're trying to get a ps5
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so I get kicked back to the start because if you hit previous, it, it fucks you all the way back to the beginning. So, I start all over again. Then I get through the whole process. I select a date. I think everything's good. Then they're like, "Oh, um, just in case, do you also have um actual insurance?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, I have insurance." And so they're like, "Enter your insurance information." oh god and like yeah but my insurance information's like in a card in my wallet all the way upstairs and they're like do it anyways (sighs) so i go upstairs i get my wallet out of my fucking pocket i open it up I, i go downstairs into the light i start piping the shit in oh you've timed out Okay. This at this point, I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna die. I would rather die of COVID vaccine than go through this fucking rigmarole again. But I do. I get through it. it took me four or five tries. I don't even know, but I I got a date, and I just want to say, fuck you, and um, um <laughs> IT people really need to get their shit together. I don't know. Do you think?
1: Do you think that the amount of times you fat fingered it? and the amount of tries it took that they were like oh my god this guy is a fat (laughs) mongoloid get him the
0: vaccine just because yeah Yeah. Dan, do you think any part of that is is user error at all you think any? oh listen
2: no i'm i'm willing to admit out of the five times (laughs) i personally probably fucked it up twice on my own like without you know what I mean? Yeah. That that was I the test. Like, That's why you're getting the vaccine. The website, <laughs> the website was not making it easy. Like I, two or three times I actually selected a date and they're like, okay, these are the open dates selected if you want it. And I, I would go to it and then it would say, mm, no, never mind." And I would say, okay, well, all I have is either a next or a previous button. And if he hit next, it says, no, you didn't select the time. And if you hit previous, it's like, uh, no, you have to select the time. I was in like a catch-22. I'm like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Do I selected a time, and now you're telling me it's not available, and I can't do anything. Do you have Rochester Regional, or do you have U of R as your primary? Uh, As a primary care physician, I think she's a part of Rochester Regional. That sucks. So I have only heard issues with Rochester Regional
1: people. U of R, the sign-up was in my app that I go to for everything else doctor-wise, and I literally mm. just clicked on a time. And because it was in my app where they already have all my information, I didn't need to type anything in. I just needed to oh. click a time. And then I was done. And I found no. you're not the only one. Cause I know like Rick and other people that have Rochester regional have been like, Oh dude, it's been a bitch. And they're like, how'd you get it so quick? I'm like, dude, I just went into my app. Like if you go into my app now, they're all gone. Right. But yeah. When I went in there, there were literally a
2: hundred for me to click
1: on and they were all twenty
2: minutes apart. Right. Well, okay, so you did it through your your uh, my chart app through U of R. Correct. Which is an interesting idea. Um so did my parents. But no, I I, I had to sign up through the, the Department of <laughs> Health website a link that the union gave us. Oh. Which is where I thought everybody had to do it through the Department of Health website.
1: Yeah, no. I guess if you're if your primary is U of R and you have my chart, once they're open and you qualify, my BMI was listed right in my app, so it's like it was an automatic trigger for me to be able to like utilize that fat
0: fuck needs it fat (laughs) piece of shit. Get them, get them fast.
1: Right, and it was yeah. So I guess if you're listening, leave Rochester
2: Regional and join U of R because they've got their shit together. Right. No, I was thinking about that today. Have you ever noticed that anywhere in town, if there's a failed business t- once, twice, three times, by the fourth time, it just becomes a U of R building? Yes. <laughs> they own everything. Like, yeah. yeah, everything just becomes a U of R building eventually. Yes. And and they're
1: uh, either right next to Wegmans, above or below the best place to work in Monroe County.
2: I mean, they're the only other place to work right you of, <laughs> yeah, of our wegmans yeah true that's very All that's right.
1: very true that's very true so yeah. uh, hey russ thanks so much for being here today
0: thanks for having me guys it's been it's been a blast I myself.
1: thank you to our live studio audience for showing russ that love um russ we'd love to have you back again anytime you just let us know when you when you want to vent i I find that a lot of our recurring guests are like i just got some shit that i want to fucking talk about and we say that's what this show
2: is for russ we we have a ton of listeners so if you're ever feeling like you haven't quite reached those kids you can always reach the listeners how can i reach these kids
0: (laughs) Expand my horizons well thank you for having me on guys it's been it's been a been a treat. You guys are professional. This is I'm very impressed, honestly, with your setup here, guys. This is this is pretty solid. Just
2: wait till you hear the final product. Uh-oh. And when yeah. you get the hate mail, when you yes. get the hate mail, you know it's real. <laughs> We're gonna give me your address. Yes. Um, oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> with, with
1: that being said, Danny, got anything else? That's it for me, Hoss. Awesome. Well, I just want to say thanks to everyone this season um for listening to us and and just thank you for being part of our lives. Um, we love you. We've noticed that our fan base has really grown since we've been part of the DFAT family. Um, we have a ton of new people that I don't know personally that are following us currently on both Facebook and Instagram. So please, um, tell your friends it's like every day I'm getting these new people are following us. So I'm just, I'm so happy and I'm so humbled by that. So just thank you. Thank you for that. Tell your friends, rate us listen to us uh send us hate mail send us nude photos full frontal mail stuff does it for me um so as Not always nothing. nothing is off limits nothing is off limits um but with that being said thank you to the genesee beard company uh, a place that just makes your beard feel good um thanks to the guys over at insensitive culture podcast they're funny as hell so you should be listening to them um, don't yes. forget to listen to every podcast on D Fat Entertainment. Search D Fat Entertainment anywhere you listen to podcasts for Towel Light Talks, Star Warriors, and of course, us. Mm. And um, that's about it. Party on, Wayne. Hey, thanks, everyone. Um, they come from what?